Welcome to Forever Exile, the Path of Exile podcast. I am Justin, aka Tags. And I'm Tyler, Wrecker of Days. Welcome to episode 23 of Forever Exiled. That's pretty Greatest cool. Greatest number. It is. Greatest number. It is. Se- segwang, segwang. If I gave you the initials MJ, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Well, we're talking 23, but it will always be Michael Jordan. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. It's, it's a hard way to segue away from it, but yeah. I have an issue with his shoes. What kind of issue? I have a lot of them. <laughs> I'm helping. I'm helping support whatever lifestyle he needs. Okay. All right. So that Michael Jordan lifestyle. I have a lot of shoes. Looking at you in the camera now, how many of those shoes behind you are MJ? Um, on that particular wall. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of issues, Uh, probably fifty. Yeah, probably fifty of them. Wait, you have fifty? Wait, are you talking pairs or individuals? Like, yeah. You 50 have 50 pairs. pairs of just MJ shoes on that wall? Yeah. I didn't think your wall was that big. That's a yep. big wall. It is. It is. Yeah, my <laughs> wife made me move it into this room, into my office. Hey, that's a fantastic wife. If she said just move them as opposed you to get see. rid of them. I know it's a podcast, but look, there's lights. You I can't know. Even, you have you lights. You can't see this. There's <laughs> lights on some of my favorite shoes. Yeah. You did a yeah. good job with your shoe rack. That's for sure. I did. I was really happy with it. Yeah. Anyway, so. No offense to those music lovers who are big Michael Jackson fans, but it's episode 23. So I had to ask the Michael Jordan lover what MJ stood for. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty obvious. And like last episode, <laughs> welcome to Forever Exiled. <laughs> Exile podcast. Man, did you ever go long? Hey, well, you went long last week on like random stuff. In the beginning, I was laughing when I was re-listening to it. You're like, well, you started talking about Hearthstone. Hearthstone, not Hearth. Is it Hearth or Hearth? It's Hearthstone. It's it's Hearth. It's H-E-A, isn't it? It's one of those stupid English. Anyway, you're distracting from Path of Exile talk. I'm pretty sure. (laughs) I am. All right. How was your week? How How was this week for you? We're still in the, good Lord, it's like week. 17 day 380 of this (laughs) self-isolation pandemic well but you know what that's actually been i mean obviously it is for everybody but that's been a big part of uh the week now like we've been told it's going to last a long time no matter how many waves of it there are and so i've actually been extremely busy just hanging out like, you know, when we get together and we're playing, you know, we get together and we're playing board games or something with our buddies, you know, there's four games we can choose from. And no matter how many people like game A or game B, what? Four games. If you come to my house and we're playing board games, <laughs> you are not going to only have four choices. I know you have every game that exists. But my point is, is that, you know, even if there's someone that doesn't want to play whatever game they'll play, they'll hang out, they'll have fun, even if it's not the game they would have chosen. Sure. But in an online world, that's different. Like people don't have just 80 bucks to buy a game that they're maybe going to like, maybe not just to hang out with people. You know what I mean? And so uh, all of a sudden I find myself playing Red Dead 2 with some people. Mm -hmm. I'm playing Divinity 2 with some people. I'm playing Dark Souls 2. It's like the week of twos, I guess. But you know what I mean? I'm playing chess online with someone else. And then like all of a sudden every evening's booked up and I'm like, oh my goodness. I, I can't even play Path of Exile. It's just been one of those weeks where, but I mean, it's, you know, you're hanging out, you're spending time with people. It's important to do, but all of a sudden, because hanging out with people actually costs a lot more money now. Yeah. You got to spread it around with what they have and what they like. 
So it's been busy, mm-hmm. but uh, cool. it's basically busy with I love it. It is, <laughs> it is. Um, but all my POE twos or all of my Path of Exile stuff has been guide related. I right? forced myself to decline a hangout this week just so I could make sure that I got a good three hour session of gameplay in. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? Nice. How about you? Tell me about all I, your Path of Exile gameplay. Well, my my week. Yeah, your week. week. Your week. My, no, no, no. My, your, my, week, yeah, my, your week. Your week. Your week. I want to know about your week my, and your shoes. My week was the. It was the same as last week. It was busy. It's been mm-hmm. really busy. This the whole COVID nineteen thing, and you know, people working from home. Uh, yeah. It's great. I'm glad people are able to do it. That can do it. I'm glad. I at least in Canada, we have a really good system for those who aren't able to work at least, and they're at least mm-hmm. getting some financial help. Uh, but for for us, it's been just annoyingly busy and we have a lot of kids and i i'm i'm done with them <laughs> at this point <laughs> wait done done making them done practicing oh, making them making them done. for a while yeah, i'll practice true, true. i'll practice plenty but i will not make another one ever again <laughs> <No>. <laughs> these ones my like favorite time of the day right now is 7 30 if i can make it to like 7 30 7 45 and they're all breathing it's been a good day. It's been a good day because <laughs> that—that's my bar right now. Is like, are they alive? All right, you're fine. You're good, fine. Good. I, I don't remember what day it was, but even a couple days ago, my oldest was like, "I, you're drinking kind of early today." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Shut up!" <laughs> Comments like that aren't helping, kid. That's right. So it's been it's been busy, but my 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 reward for myself for all this stuff that's been going on is I, I sent you a picture of it today. I don't know if you knew what it was before, but I bought a one wheel. This is a one wheel pint. It's called. I discovered Have their you- existence from your picture. Okay. So it's a skateboard with a single giant go-kart wheel. And it is so fun. <laughs> it's so much fun. It, it arrives. Right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 It's okay. balancing. So you like once you get on it self balances out and then it's like riding. It's almost like snowboarding. Like you feel like almost like you're on powder. Okay. Uh, when you're riding around and uh, came in today and I was like, uh, yep, we're going. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to I'm going to play. So I went out with one of my kids today and rode around for a bit. So that was awesome. That's cool. It's freaking terrifying. Like we're a little bit older. You and I mm-hmm. we're not we're not young bucks. Mm-hmm. But back in the uh, day. We used to snowboard <laughs> that, like tonight. I was like, oh, my God, my neck hurts. <laughs> <laughs> he did like five minutes of oh, yeah. automated boarding. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, this evening I was like, oh, man, my age is starting to show. But uh, I'll be back out tomorrow. It was so much fun. Good for you. So, yeah, my, my week has been it's been good. It's been busy. It's been really, really busy. And um, I am I, I I don't know how bad it is to say this, but I was laughing to my wife that. I kind of want another pandemic when we're older and I have no kids at home. Cause I just, I wish that I could experience <laughs> this time bad. right now. Isn't it? I know it, it means that you're I not ex- in a poorly affected area. <laughs> no, well, quite lucky in that sense for sure. But I just wish I could experience this time right now without tiny humans around. <laughs> I just feel like things would go smoothly. I was talking to one of the guys that I work with and he's, I don't remember what he said, but he said uh, that, yeah, he's, he's been, oh, because, oh, I know what I was supposed to be in Vegas right now. Oh, right. I was right, right, yesterday yeah, 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 from yeah, yeah. Vegas for a trip to Vegas. 
and I was super looking forward to it. It got canceled. And I was talking to this guy from my office and he said, uh, Oh yeah, I've got these three different trips that got canceled because of it. And he's an, he's an older guy. And I was like, you know what though? You right now at this moment could just go sit in a corner or anywhere in your house, grab a drink, open your laptop and work. No Mm -hmm. one's going to bug you. If I walk out of this door, (laughs) I will be ambushed. Like the only saving grace is if my office door is closed, they just get the hint that like, if you bang on it or make noise, I will lose my mind. (laughs) That's the only thing I have. It's like, go upstairs, go anywhere else and make noise. So yeah, I just, I'm, I'm jealous of people who get to experience this right now by themselves Mm. or without little humans. That's all. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, no hard feelings. What are we in right now? We're in 2020, like, uh, like a pandemic in 2035, somewhere around there. That's 15 years. Yeah, but then you'll be I mean, at the age where I could just sleep. You. It's going to impact. Just sleep. You're not going to be able to go anywhere. Your groceries are going to come with COVID twenty one. Oh man, you are making. You're just. You're. You're. You're spelling out a dream for me, Ty. Where I can just lay around, crush your deliver dreams. me groceries, and I'll just nap. <laughs> hey, you know what? When when they're delivering your groceries to you, they're going to have your crazy one wheel skateboard. That's how all the deliveries are going to be coming. But they're going to be hovering. I will take like, it. Hey, Justin, you started this. Uh, and I'll be like, uh, you know what? I'm sorry, but uh, we'll talk about this after my nap because <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm going to go have a rest right now. Make sure you wear your wrist guards. <laughs> That's right. Anyway, right so, on. yeah, it was a good week. Yep. Good week. Yep. Right on. I am. Um, of course, I, I've seen some memes of, you know, like dogs telling their owners that they've had way too many walks now, like just enough with the walks. I'm done with the walks. Cause there's not much for other, other yep. people to do. And dogs are having a great time, but I of course take, take my kids and dog for a walk often and uh, did before I do now. And most of the time my head is just completely preoccupied with POE. Not, not in a bad way. Like that, it's just what I love the game a lot. So my, I'm always consumed by it as a guide writer. I'm trying to min max my guides as somebody who loves filters. I'm trying to min max my filters. Is that what filter people say? I don't hang out with filter people, but there's no such thing as filter people. That's not true. I just today I had two people complimenting me on my filters, asking me where I get my information from asking me there's filter people. We exist. There are are. anyway. So, but I actually had this week a clear headed walk. My filters were done. I had no other choices to make. I've min-maxed my 311 guides. If nothing that GGG announces is going to change them, I know exactly what I want them all to do for 311, all the changes. And there was nothing to think about. I looked at my kids and I heard what they were saying. It was a good walk. But then I thought of something filter related that maybe I wanted to change and then that ended it. So I had one clear-headed walk this week with my dog and that was it. I had to take our dog in to see the vet today. Um, it's 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 actually it's quite amusing because they're open, but everyone's plagued, obviously. Oh, yeah. So yeah, like yeah. they have a policy where you drive up, you call them, you tell them that you're there and your appointment and your dog's there. And they're like, OK, which vehicle are you? So you tell them and they say, OK, we'll come out and meet you halfway between your vehicle and the door <laughs> and we'll we'll transfer leashes to the dog and then it will come with us and we'll call you when you're done 
Mm. And I was like, all right. But the worst part was I got there for our appointment and they're like, um, there's been an emergency. So we're, we're running behind. And I'm like, <laughs> and now I'm not an animal person anyway, <laughs> I have a dog because of my kids and my wife. And so I was like, okay, well, how long, like, what's this emergency? Is this going to be a while? <laughs> I have to know. Yeah. So they were like, well, we'll, we'll come, we'll be out there in a minute or shortly to get your dogs. So I was like, okay, great. So we got out of the, it was like 35 minutes <laughs> before they came out to get the dog. Anyway. Worst, yeah, worst time funny. ever spending 30 minutes with your dog. It's, that's ah, way too long. It, it's just, it's funny how everything works right now because of, because of the COVID. Hmm. Gotcha. Did you, so I guess you haven't played any POE this week? I, uh, did I play? I don't, I don't remember. I might have. I'm actually, I think I'm in the, I'm in the the process of thinking of some different build or playing something yeah, else. Yeah. I'm, I'm just not feeling the ED contagion anymore. Yeah. I want to do something different, but I'm not really sure what yet. It's, I know what you could do. You could test one of my 311 ideas and you're going to love it. Yeah, I don't think so. No, no, I I can see the thrill in your face. I think that's a great idea. The the private league for me is a struggle. I'm not used to it. I'm not used like that's the way you're totally used to playing yeah. the solo self found style. Except there's a lot more it's, people than I'm used to. <laughs> yeah, but it's not for me. It's really I, I'm struggling with it because I'm not able to just go. Okay, here's the specific items I'm gonna look for. I know I can get them. I know I can like build around something. And I feel uh, it's definitely a little bit more strangling building this way. And I know that some people love it and that that's the kind of thing that they like. I don't. That's that's totally what console is, too. Hey, and trading in the Chinese realm as well. Sure. Because you can't search for things the exact same way that you can on PC. So, yeah, it's a it's a PC world. But that's, I mean, irrelevant to whether you like console. That's yeah. How has your build been? Uh, good. It didn't touch anything on PC, but I did some final testing. I think I mentioned in the last podcast that no matter what your build looks like on paper, you definitely want to try it out in game, right? Mm-hmm. The min maxing on paper is totally different than being capable of min maxing in game, right? Like on kill effects, when flasks are going, when buffs are going, you forget sometimes that some bosses just don't have the ability to kill or they're not hitting you very often, or you're trying to avoid getting hit. And that might completely screw come some damage bonuses that you're capable of earning. So anyway, so I've been, I did some final run throughs. I, my slow-mo zombie guide has barely changed, has only had some minor modifications from league to league. And I think I started that one in 3.0, um, with the exception of like the first few leagues, the last maybe five or six leagues, it's barely changed. Um, my RF guide has changed a lot over the last few leagues, but mostly because RF did decent damage before the new end game. And now with the new end game where you need to do a lot of damage to be successful, it needed a lot of modifications. And last league was the first time to try it out. So this is the second league. So I've revamped both builds in a way that makes slow-mo zombies way more tanky. And I hopefully didn't lose too much damage with it. And I'm trying Righteous Fire with Fire Trap. So that that one's really cool. And uh, I'm really liking that one because Fire Trap basically gets benefits from all the exact same nodes that righteous fire does right like burning damage damage over time multipliers that kind of stuff for fire and slow mo zombies i'm actually thinking of changing it from being more 
glass cannon like and casting everybody away from you to being right back in the middle of things. So for any of you that are following that used to do slow-mo zombies back when I had charge dash, it'd be something similar. Something where I'm having shield charge and fortify, having the bone offering for block chance. Um, there'd be bone offer. Oh, wait, what's no bone armor? And what else? There was one more thing that made it super. Oh, yeah. Meat shield with the zombies because you're going to be right in there. And then they'll taunt, which is awesome. Anyway, so I did some final testing. I did about four or five hours one night trying out both builds. I've done them lots before, but kind of finalized it and solidified my ideas. And thus the next day, a peaceful dog walk. Okay, so let's talk this week in PoE. We had, thank God, patches. There was a patch, so it means we can actually have a podcast. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, I think I'm gonna get old. I'm gonna get old about that forever. We're we're just gonna we're just gonna read through it word for freaking word because that's what we do here wow. on Forever Exile, the Path of Exile podcast. We just read patch notes. Uh, episode one and two are basically if we were to have a best of, we would just post those two as one episode and then leave it. Yeah, winners. So uh, 3.10.1D came out. Oh, you're already uh, off. You stopped reading it word for word. Yep. Sorry. My apologies. It has. Okay. So there's actually not a whole lot in here that specifically affects me. So I don't really care about much. There's one in particular that I, I'm going to bring up. Okay. Uh, but you know what I will say? If you look at this, there are 31 bug fixes and 35 total fixed a somethings in here which to me is cool that's awesome that, that to me is a good patch it's like they're not affecting or changing a ton which they did actually change some stuff but they fixed a lot mm-hmm. that i assume is uh, affecting quite a few people not me but i assume quite a few so that, yeah there were 35 i was curious because i just saw so many yeah it was a fix big the list. bug fix the bug fix the crash yeah. so the only thing that i'm going to bring up that i love is that uh, Orb of Horizons now on a Shaper Guardian map will yes. always result in turning it to a different Shaper Guardian. Isn't that I awesome? That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Because those, those are... should have been there in the beginning, but at least it's there now. I feel like that's how it should have worked yeah. right off the bat, but uh, the fact that it does now is yeah, amazing. I, I just can't believe some of the stuff that they can come up with. Like You know how there's sometimes I'm writing a bug report, but it's not a bug, it's just something I've overlooked? I just can't mm-hmm. like there's some things in this game that I'm just baffled that they fix before it's even complained about. Or there's a user where it's like I figured out that with these three nodes and this shield equipped, but without this node or after I've only, you know, respect and unspect into this, that this bug happens. It's, you know, what would be go ahead. Sorry. I, what would be really nice to know from their point of view is. My assumption is they're not finding these by themselves. There's just too many and they're working. There's no way they're finding these by themselves. What I'm really curious about is are the majority of them found because people are doing the slash bug and mm. filling it in game? And or is it because of, you know, I, I hate to use the word crying and whining on Reddit, but it just feels like that's the majority of what happens is that it's it's one thing for you to do slash bug and explain some struggle that you're having or something that doesn't seem to be working right yep. and, and getting that directly to them versus you going, you know what? Uh, you're not answering it the way I want you to or doing it how I want you to. So now I'm going to, I'm going to make this a public post and see, you know, if I get, I don't know, support or whatever you want to call it. But I'm really curious how much of it is because of, do they just find it on their own, which I highly doubt yeah. is happening uh, or is it, 
one of those two is it people doing a slash bug report or is it people they're seeing these posts on reddit and that's how they're seeing them i'm sure it's all of the above i'm sure that there's bugs they know about before they release that they just couldn't fix on time like when i worked at ea i can't tell you how many bugs i'd report and then in the software as the next alpha comes back or even beta but a lot of the times it just come back and alpha 32 i look at all my bug my bug list and it just says as designed or shipped 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 they just categorize it that's nice it's a bug don't care it's gone and ggg cares unlike the companies that i've worked for and so i'm sure that there's some that they see but they're like okay well that's not as important as this and this we'll have to fix it post-launch and maybe if nobody notices it or complains about it loud enough it can wait a month until it's fixed but i feel like they probably don't know about a lot i feel like a lot from the slash bug in the video that we watched i mean it's impossible to know everything but there's legitimate bug reporters out there too where they know it's an issue they just want to report it but there's i mean yeah it's got to be hard to be on their end and feel and see the whining and complaining and to be able to test every single complaint that comes throughout you know what i mean well and i think that's why i feel like maybe a lot of them do come from that slash bug Mm. in the game because there were 31 bugs 35 in total if you count all the crashes yeah. 30 that, that's how many fixes there were just on this patch uh i don't feel like reddit's been that full of that many complaints so i feel like they've got to be getting them from that slash bug which i like i I yeah. hope that that's how they're getting it yeah hopefully. Uh, because i can't see them finding them themselves i love that they're fixing them and but they're always in the most bizarre yeah combos of things which is going to actually be something i'm going to bring up a little bit later that we're going to chat about but it's interesting when it's these weird combos of things and you read these fixes and you're like okay (laughs) how does that even exist i'm like i hope i didn't do that once but i would have never known if there was an issue i I think my favorite fix though is just the cyrus improvements there are two separate points on how cyrus has been improved i i guess easier you know he doesn't do this during that and he doesn't do this during another thing and it's better uh, to me the cyrus fight's still a joke so the more it's joke difficult uh no sorry a joke as in it's not fun like yeah it's not fun it's not enjoyable and beating him isn't really build based it's rng based right now you have to get a good roll of combos that they're doing that he's doing you can't just know the fight well and survive no matter your damage you know what i mean it's so and to me that's not, that's not a good boss battle at all i haven't actually fought him this league i don't think but it's weird to me because at the end of last league i felt like after they did a bunch of the changes he was actually pretty good yeah. and i it's very weird to me i said like i said this last week too why why did you touch it yeah it doesn't need to be this like ultimately brutally hard fight sure it should be difficult but i don't feel like it needed to be amped up so much so that it was like nearly impossible Mm. at the beginning of this league just because of those weird things that could happen anyway i don't know i guess like you've mentioned a few times it depends who they're focusing on right are they focusing on the 0.5 percent of players that destroy him at the highest awakening level nonstop, or are they focusing on the 90 percent of the people that you know are on average are at awakening level three or four who but, is it? I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe when we interview them all individually on separate episodes, we'll find out. So 
we we watched the Q and A with GGG founders. So this is another one of the videos from ExileCon that they've released. So this was them interviewing the I mean, essentially the three founders. Yeah, Jonathan, Eric, and Chris. Yeah, I think they mentioned that there's a fourth one, an American one, but he could just never show up because everything they do is in New Zealand. Yeah, they kind of mentioned him, uh, Brian. I think I think they said his name was. I don't remember. There was they did mention his name. Uh, now this was, I think, my favorite one to go. This was the one that when we saw the list when we were there, I was like, we have to see this one. Like it, when you were at Excel. Yeah, it's just yeah. cool to see all three of them, you know, answering questions and talking and stuff. Yeah. So. I mean, let's let's sort of run through what we liked about it. I I, I kind of will let you go because I've now seen it twice. I, I did watch the whole thing again because I mm-hmm. really, really did like it. Yeah. Uh, oh, and Neon came in. Yeah, that was um, kind of cool. Towards the end, which was cool. So, yeah, why don't you uh, why don't you start off with it? Well, I'm not going to go through it word for word. I this to me, out of all the Exalcon videos that they've shown, it's my favorite because you see a lot of how the company works a lot but in in a good way a lot of how much stress there is how much can go wrong how what was going on behind the scenes when something terrible was happening and how bad they felt and how what didn't come from apathy but it just came from a lot of hard work and things that they couldn't foresee so it was really i really liked it and i can't tell you how many times i laughed really hard out loud it was a really good video. having them where they were like not even being able to get words to what they were thinking <laughs> about how like upset they were about something or how yeah. big of a struggle something was. It was, it was quite funny. And them interrupting the question asker because they're excited to tell a story about how something was founded. So it's cool because they talked a lot about like the foundations of the company and how they met and where they came from and how the company grew. And it was, it was quite interesting. I, I really liked it. Um, but I, I, have, I actually have a question for you mid-video because they were talking about things that they think are the core backbone of PoE. Now, you've been playing PoE since the dawn of time, since beta. What's the thing, like you've mentioned many times that no other game will ever compare in terms of how much money you've invested into this game, but also in terms of your ability to replay this game, right? You and I have played a billion games together over the years, but Path of Exile is the only one you don't get sick of you it, it recurs it, exactly like chris says you you play hard 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 in the beginning fades off so what is it about poe that you love that keeps bringing you back they had some I of the actually, things that they mentioned and i'll bring those up to keep the conversation going but what what is it that you love what's the cornerstone for you with poe i don't know it's really weird but i honestly don't know what it is i love the arpg yeah, it's just it's a very very fun game format for me. I love the randomness of Poe, but I I don't know that I could ever put a finger on like why do I spend so much time and money on it? I don't know. It's just I don't know. I honestly don't know. I'm not sure. I, it's just good. Borderlands has an infinite amount of mods that they can put on all of their weapons as well. Um, if they had the same type of financial scheme. Why would you play PoE over Borderlands? Well, I, I will. I think we've spoken about this once before. If PoE was just standard, yeah, I would not play it. Yeah. If leagues didn't exist, I would not. I love Path of Exile, but I do not love it. There's no way I could play 
Yeah. Uh, if standard was the only form, which it was when I first started playing, but yeah. it was all brand new and you know, you at least you still played through like the campaign three times as you were going through up the difficulties as they, you know, added more or whatever, but I could not play this game if leagues didn't exist. For some reason, the concept of starting fresh is really appealing to me. You like that in every single game we play. I don't really know why. I think it's because I know that nothing that will happen to me on this character is something that happened to me on a previous character. Like there's always different loot. There's it's always different. You yeah. know, the, yeah. the story is the same. Fine, but it's, your drops determine everything. Yeah, and I love that. I love yeah. the randomness of it. But yeah, if there wasn't leagues, I, I I can't say that if Borderlands put in leagues, it's not the same game type that I like. But it's yeah for me yeah. the leagues is probably one of the big draws mm -hmm. for coming back yeah what about you loot hands down loot for me it's because i mean you know how i play i don't play with uniques right to me and i even have this in my guides to me the most exciting part about poe is the loot and as soon as i need a unique item in my build I'm taking away some excitement. So let's say, I don't know, um, for a Righteous Fire build, I'm using the Rise of the Phoenix, right? Perfect shield for that build. But as soon as I say I need that shield, every single shield that drops, I'm like, oh, that sucks. I'm sure it'd be really good, but I need this shield. I love the idea of my gear, even if it's T1 rolls on everything, my gear can always be improved that to me is the coolest and the fact that it's so hard to get exactly what you want oh my goodness i love it see that's one reason why i can really appreciate console and i don't care about the difference of console trade because i love the difficulty of a pure solo self-found experience and the infinite amount of loot and mods is just awesome so it was really cool could you play poe if there were no leagues Yes. If standard, well, but but keep in mind that means there's no there's no new thing coming out. There's mm -hmm. no new something, you know, like are you talking no with like no improvements? Like they don't add new core mechanics? Sure. Or are you just talking right. an infinite stash that's never refreshed? You because to well, you, you the stash is the biggest deal. Like even if they didn't come out with new mechanics, you'd still come back. I boy, I don't know if I would. Mm. If they okay. didn't come out with new mechanics, I'm not sure. I mean. I don't I am not the type that wants to see like a like syndicate or some big league yeah. every single time. I yeah. definitely like the smaller leagues. Yeah, yeah. Uh but at least it's something different. I'm not sure if I would be fine if there was just I just could not play the same yeah without something changing. I don't I don't think I could do it. See, I'm the total opposite. I can play standard. And to me, it's a fresh experience every single time I start a character because I don't keep leveling gear. I like seeing how my build levels with whatever drops. So to me, it's always like I have a fresh stash anyway. And then once I'm at the end game, well, great. I have a few hundred chaos and a whole bunch of exalts so that I can craft something. And I'm still not going to get the guaranteed item that I want. I'm still going to blow currency trying to find it. So to me, it's nice to have the stash at the end. I, you are a weird anomaly. I think within really this game. Anomaly. <laughs> sure. I think within this game that you are... I, I think that's unique. I don't think that's the majority of people. Which is unique or ironic because I don't play with uniques. Mm -hmm. Did you catch that? 
(laughs) (laughs) But anyway, it was cool because the whole reason I asked this is because they were asked, the founders were asked by the question asker, and I'm sorry, I forget his name, but he's one of the writers and I absolutely love him. Um, They they asked what the cornerstones of Path of Exile are, and they said 100% the items. The randomization of items, the fact that, and they had some really funny old school stories about like even the co-creators being beaten on leaderboards because somebody else got a better item drop when you were farming. Who was it? Brutus back in the day. Yeah. Oh, like I just, the items are the best. And so that's what they thought. But then the second point is exactly what you liked. They said the second foundation path of exile wouldn't be a success without them or leagues. Mm -hmm. I'm sure they've had a variety of methods and strategies and finding out and fine tuning how leagues are going to be timed and work and function. And they're still doing that. And I'm sure it'll be a little bit more difficult once POE two comes out, but it's interesting because I'm a, I'm a, I'm a loot first person and you are too, but it's leagues that make you keep coming back. And those are the two cornerstones that they came up with. So I thought that was quite interesting. Well, and leagues too, uh, they're not making any money off of items. Mm-hmm. No, because then it would be pay to win. So yeah, they're making all of their money off leagues because that's what brings people back. There's new packs. If you just had standard and you just released new packs, but there was no like reason for it or whatever, like yeah. the leagues, not only is it a cornerstone, but it's also the primary function for them to be a feasible company that actually makes money. It's yeah, their primary marketing campaign. Um, but there were a couple of neat, neat little stories. They had how terrified they were and when they were first starting out, you know what I mean? Like sneaking into packs and showing people their game on the laptop or like being posted right next to Torchlight One, which, you know, looked astonishing compared to their game. But, you know, so it's kind of neat hearing all their stories and their fears of how they were starting off. And uh, it was kind of neat because as they're starting off, they were talking about how, you know, it's not like they were comparing a ton of different art styles or a ton of different combos. They basically just started working right away. And however it came up was how it worked. Sure, they had to make some changes, but it wasn't like they had, you know, okay, well, here's 16 skeletons we're choosing between. They just basically, okay, oh, shoot, we put a skeleton in the game. Okay, here's a skeleton. And so they were, they kind of jumped up and said that Path of Exile 2 is basically them rebooting the game. And it's the dream version of what they've always wanted. Instead of them still like trying to catch up to how fast they're running, they've basically been able to take a step back, remake everything the way that they really wanted. And it's kind of like their dream POE, which is kind I feel of like neat. that's putting a lot of pressure on them. <laughs> maybe, maybe. But I, obviously, they're all listening to the podcast. So, but no, that's what they said. I think that was Eric. I think Eric said that, that POE 2 is like their dream POE. Right. I'm just yeah. saying that, that that's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm excited to see it. I can't wait for that. I've already played it. Yeah. <laughs> so you know how um, you're a jerk. I hate you. Yeah. You've also played mobile. I'm actually quite excited for mobile to come out. I can't wait. I hope it doesn't explode my phone. Make my phone explode. You can start a fire with it for sure. I'm excited anyway. I'll just get two phones. No, I can't afford that. But anyway, I remember the story where they were talking about, and I remember hearing this elsewhere in a previous interview as well, but I really liked it, how they were talking about they didn't want to do a Kickstarter, but they did their own Kickstarter on their own website instead of actually going through like the actual Kickstarter website. Mm-hmm. And their top price was a thousand bucks. I know I know people pay that kind of stuff and they're really excited. And sometimes people just pay that kind of money instead of like a console or something. That's what they'll do. They'll give it to a game. They're really excited. Uh, to me, that's an astronomical amount of money for a game that might not even be released. 
when I first started, one of the guys I played with all the time was one of the thousand dollar donators. Oh my goodness. Yeah, his name was Reimer, I think. And mm. uh, I don't know what unique he picked. Oh but. man. But isn't that, isn't that awesome though, that that top pack got you to pick a unique item along with other things, of course, but 250 people paid for that thousand dollar pack. Like that's mm. cool. That is cool. Like when you're running into financial trouble and all of a sudden you have $250,000 just like that. That was crazy. Well, especially back then, uh-huh. because I'm not sure that that's as big of a deal now. But back then, for sure, oh, when totally. they were that they were new, starting off, absolutely. I mean, they came up with the Kickstarter idea because they were scrapped for cash. Yep. So and it's pretty neat because I, like people, I don't know why. Maybe maybe they're all young. I don't know. But the, when people diss GGG because they don't care, it boggles my mind. Every single thing they do, including the detail in their patch notes, screams, I care. You actually, I'm sorry, you actually brought something up that I meant to mention in the patch notes it, that ties into exactly what you're saying right now. Every patch note, and I promise you this will happen for every patch note you ever look back in the past. Go read the patch notes right now. Every single patch notes. Okay, this patch note, I'm, I'm totally sorry. We're backtracking here. There were 31 <laughs> bug fixes, 35 fixes in total. Mm-hmm. Within that first page, there's multiple. Well, you didn't fix what I want. <laughs> you didn't fix my problem. And I was just reading it going, Jesus, every time. Yeah. There's always somebody that complains that they didn't get what they wanted. Anyway, you just yeah. reminded me of that. Continue. No. Well, no, but they but they even said that they they put a lot of effort and thought into patch notes. Like they like that's yeah. a way like they they took a show of hands. I'm one of those people. They said how many people get excited for patch oh, notes? The, the entire room. auditorium put their hand yeah. up. I would have two hands up. That's and what I look people- for every every league it's It's so exciting yeah oh my goodness that week where they come out with like the actual league release patch notes i like the patch notes more about here more than hearing what the league's gonna be yeah the league release information is cool but the patch notes for me is what gets me every league yep totally i get goosebumps from the trailer and patch notes equally Mm -hmm. and so anyway they were talking about um like i i guess i brought up the patch notes as a, a an example of how detailed they are. I don't know if you remember like Diablo three or two patch or Diablo three patch notes or Never I, mean, I play Madden Madden patch notes. Oh my goodness. They're almost non-existent. It's probably because they're embarrassed to say what they fixed. They the, here it's brutally honest. It's clear communication. And it was interesting hearing them talk about the unique items that they let other, that, 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 that they let community members design as a part of that, kickstarter package they had because they insist on keeping them Mm -hmm. they do have to change sometimes based on new mechanics that are coming out but for example they use the hall of grandmasters as an example like that's those are characters that people paid to have stay in the game and map in the whole game (laughs) i agree (laughs) i i build my my builds and my guides to be able to clear the atlas except for that map and <laughs> but still it was neat because they still don't even know how they're going to incorporate it into path of exile too or the at the time is when it came up was hilarious Pardon me? in the video when that oh came up when they're like it's like they hadn't even thought about it until that and then all of a sudden chris was like oh my god yeah how are we going to do it we can just take it out right but they they refuse <laughs> to take it out right they're committed to what to their commitments and i thought that was really really cool that they're just guaranteeing that if you've paid for it it's staying in the game no matter how we have to make it work and i really like that i really like that 
I, I also loved that Chris has the mentality of the ability or he's been toying with the idea of turning certain uniques off for certain leagues to change the meta. I think that would Don't be like really it. No, and they already they kind of nixed it in the interview, but I thought that was awesome because I'm a rare. Why do you like that? Okay, you like that just because the the way you play. Like, well, no, no, no. It doesn't. It won't change how I play at all. But I want to see how the community. Like, I would love it if they turned off. Now, this is what they meant. He misspoke at first. He was saying disable some uniques to change the meta. And then the next yeah. league, disable, disable other uniques and re-enable others. To me, I, I started thinking, how awesome would it be to disable uniques for a league? Sure, their numbers would probably just drop. But I would love to see how the community would deal with like, okay, well, what build would be overpower? How would you suggest? How would you build this? You know what I mean? I would love to see how the community would actually go about being efficient. Oh, then screw that. Just just uniques. Get rid of all rares. You'd hate that. Like, I, <laughs> well, you can I, survive. Not not he's coming from. I get well, tough luck. Make a build. Make it work. <laughs> just I think the idea of saying, like, here's items we have in the game and we're not going to allow them for this league. My problem with that is now instead of you making like a league mechanic that's new and changing the game up a bit, now you're actually telling people, you know, like the the game. I feel like the each league has typically some form of a meta. But I don't feel like they've always purposefully guided that meta. Mm. But if all of a sudden you say, hey, we're going to take out these uniques, I feel like what you're trying to do is direct the meta for that league to how people should play. And that I'm just there are some things that are going to be stronger every league, I think. And again, this is actually part of a conversation we're going to have later, too. You you, how, how you choose to play is up to you. Yeah. Yeah. If you go, hey, I need that unique. Knock yourself out. Yeah. Go play in the trade league and you will find most likely that unique. Yep. You'll be able to get it. That I feel like that's part of Path of Exile. Oh, totally. Totally. I and so, I personally don't care about changing metas. Like there's been tons yeah. and tons. Like it's all Reddit is is contagion or what what what's the build you're playing? ED contagion. Yeah, ED contagion and Herald stacking. That's all I hear. I'm so tired of Reddit. I feel like just uninstalling reddit until 311 is but, that popular i don't even like ed contagion this yeah league. oh my goodness before this league actually came out uh, it was just non-stop it seemed but anyway like i would just like to see what the community does playing without you what they go I play something else yeah. <laughs> they wouldn't well, play oh i'm sure they would but anyway mm-hmm. my last note I, I strongly encourage people to uh to actually watch the video because it was very funny it was the q a with the ggg founders but my last little point it's a little bragging point to you they referenced the christmas trap i heard it the types (laughs) of leagues and the issues that arise because they release really new content and then send everybody home i hope they had a merry christmas yeah but wasn't that after that one that they did the whole christmas trap like didn't that uh, my my standard map Stash tab. At, least, at least according to you that's right so the they brought neon out and they <clears> did like questions and stuff and now i have an affinity for him because when i first started playing and we got big into um this was back when i want to say act two it was up to act two was made i'm trying to remember but way back before all the leagues and all that kind of stuff had started. We were playing and we had found this way to bug. Well, it wasn't, you kind of, it was a 
way to cheese the Act 2 boss with multi-boxing. And a couple of the guys that I was playing with, we had heard about it. So we started testing it and found out that sure enough, you could you could take your character to the end of Act 2. You would create five, four, four or five completely low-level characters. And there were ways to bug it. so Or not bug it, but just kind of cheat them through Act 1 and get them all the way to Act 2 without having to level or do anything. It took like maybe 20 minutes. Okay. And... Back then, quantity was based on how many people were in the map, which I think it still is, but now it's based on range and other things, which it wasn't before. But you could rush to Act 2 or to the Val boss, yeah, and you would open a portal in the room, and then you would... I I had... I was the. It was actually really fun because I had streamed myself multiboxing. And you can actually search like tags... <laughs> and multi-boxing with poe and see many many people were not happy with me <laughs> and and saying that i was cheating and all this other stuff but uh you would bring in those four or five level one characters into the val room and when you clicked on the val guy to summon the boss you know how it takes like 30 seconds for him to actually come out the quantity was determined at the time that you clicked it yeah. not the time that he actually came out so you yeah. would then bounce all your five guys out and then you would kill it and you would use again magic find gear at the time as much as you could with rarity or whatever mm-hmm. and what we were doing is using it for the chaos recipe because back in the day there was no regal or all these other things as you yeah. got higher item levels it was just straight up chaos. a full set of rare gave you two chaos okay and so we had stacks and stacks like i had stacks of chaos just pages of chaos hmm. uh, and people were really really upset about it and while i was streaming it this one time there were a bunch of people watching and neon actually hopped into the stream to watch and then somebody mentioned to me that he was there and so we had a mumble server which was like you know <laughs> everybody has discord now and there was yeah. like all these other things but we had mumble and i had i just said to him hey, like private message him on twitch and he was like, yeah, I'll hop on. And I got to like chat with him for like an hour off stream. He didn't want it to be on stream. That's cool. Uh, for like an hour. And he knew about it. He knew about what we were doing. Huh. And it was kind of interesting because if you watch the video, they talk about some sort of bug that Neon knew about that he was abusing. Like, and he kind of jokes about oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Day. And I remember talking to him about that because he had said that now that we had streamed it, they had already been talking about it, but now they were having to figure out like what was going to happen. Cause it wasn't supposed to work this way. You weren't supposed to be able to do that. Huh. And by maybe a month later, they had changed all of the chaos hmm. recipes. That's when you drop down to, it was only for a single chaos. And once you got yeah. over certain things, they were, yeah. Anyway. Huh. So it that was like that. He That's is cool. I've always been a big fan of his. He was super, super nice. We got to chat with him for like, yeah, an hour or so. He's still on my friends list. That's awesome. In, in uh, Path of Exile. So that's really yeah, cool. He's cool. It was a really cool video. I like that one. It was my favorite thing that we got to watch while we were in Exocon. Besides the like keynote stuff at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Chris cried like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> I literally got shivers when they said it again. Oh, man. Yeah. When I was watching you it. Picture him, I, that gets me right in the feels, man. Right in the feels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Good video. Definitely watch that one. Yeah. Oh, that was good. So I um, saw a question on Reddit that kind of fits right into, I don't know, the whole item thing of, you know, Mark, 
you know, like getting into an item competition with some guy in the old school leaderboards and you farming chaos, right? And them changing it on you because it was so, you know, the, the value of being able to craft. So I saw a good question. Now, I like to make my builds when I make guides. I like to make them so that they don't require items. A lot of people, well, I mean, a lot of people like the guides specifically for that reason, but there's a ton of people, they they advertise their builds as as being budget or it only costs three exalts. You only need this item, that kind of thing. When you hear the term budget, like, I mean, you, you make your own builds, which we've talked about in a previous episode, and you're phenomenal at just spitballing an extremely good build. But when you see the term budget, if you were looking at builds and the build form, what's budget to you? Like, is that, is that an exalt? Are you talking 10 chaos? Are you talking 10 chaos? There's no way an exalt is not budget. An exalt for me is budget maybe three or four weeks in two or three weeks in, but I guess I look at budget as the same as a starter build, which means that you don't actually require the currency to make this build work. You can do it with the stuff that drops. If you have, what do you, what are there? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. There's ten items roughly that you're wearing at any given time. Okay. Ten, ten chaos. If you you should be I I guarantee for any reasonable build, you can go on to the trade league and find something for a chaos that's going to at least get you health and cap your resists. Yeah. For sure. There's just yeah. That to me is a budget build. If you have a three a three exalt budget build, you're out of your mind. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, we do well. We you know like by the time we've played the league enough, at least for me personally, I have a lot of currency. Yeah. But that is not. I mean, that's not normal. Three exalts. That's not budget. Three exalts means you should be crushing the freaking game. I agree. It's not fair to cut. To, if I. Yeah, the idea that you need in order to have a strong build is like 40 exalts, please. The majority of players have not seen 40 exalts in a league. No, no, I hear you. Well, and the thing is about how the currency is laid out for shopping in POE. You're not like spending one exalt to get three items. You know what I mean? Like an exalts for one item, right? Maybe you're overpaying. Maybe they're giving you a good deal. But there's a lot less people that are actually selling currency than they are selling items you know what i mean currency is pretty annoying to sell you have to want to sell currency to make money off it. you know what i mean so for for you to it's, you'll still find people that are selling their exalts for chaos but for the most part if you have a an exalt drop you're spending that exalt for one item and it's still not going to be perfect for your gear unless it's that unique i'm the same way to me a uh, budget basically means solo cell phone it's kind of a pointless marketing mechanic in my opinion not because i write guys I think that's a little, I think that's just, I think that's also a little bit the way you play the game because mm-hmm. you are the solo cell phone. Because to me, there's no such thing as a budget build if you're solo cell phone. It's a solo cell phone build. That's not budget. Yeah. Now, but- you could play any of your builds budget. Anyone could play your builds budget. That means that I could, I, the, the reason that I like the term budget if it's done properly is because I also, again, I compare it to a starter build, yeah. which means that as I'm playing the game, the stuff I find is going to work. And hey, look, if I've got four or five chaos sitting around, I'm going to go pick up some boots that have 30% movement speed. And I'm going to pick up some, you know, uh, a weapon that's got some two attacks uh, rating on it or so, I don't know, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but something that costs, you know, you'll get like 50 life and 20 resists on three on three resists. Sure. 
20 percent on three right and it's going to cost you one that's what i like to do when before we try, tried the private league which i'm really enjoying even though i haven't played it this week i uh it, that would be what i do that would be the only thing i would spend money on i would an elk or a chaos everything else i save for crafting anyway that's, i would never buy something for an elk There's no, <laughs> <laughs> no i just wouldn't but or well you wouldn't sell something for an elk goodness me three weeks into the league you're complaining that somebody wants to buy something for 20 chaos because it's too cheap it's true <laughs> but anyway i want to ask you what budget was because that 10, is one of the most misused as a guide writer and somebody who looks at guides i find that one of the most misused words at all now as i was min maxing my guides this past week i came across a question i feel like i've asked you a thousand times and i'm sorry that i have but i feel like shock ignite chill that has changed and been modified lots throughout the last few leagues at least throughout the last five leagues they dramatically changed it a few leagues ago and then i think they modified it this league or last league so here's the situation for you i want to shock somebody okay take off your clothes oh <laughs> but that would be a fantastic shock that's what that would be so right. i have a cast and damage taken level one and i have a shock nova it's only level four apply to it now the shock nova has a 20 percent chance to shock enemies am i shocking an enemy in a tier 10 tier 15 map with a level four shock nova it's doing no damage can am i still shocking an enemy yeah because the effect like the the actual shock is based off of the the damage, damage. and the more damage you do on a shocking hit the more increased or not the more because that's an actual term but they take a greater increase in damage the higher damage the higher the hit was that shocked them and if you're doing weak attacks now this is the way that it was changed a few leagues ago right so then if you were doing like an attack speed build instead of a high damage per hit build you weren't shocking as much so then they changed it and they modified it so that you could you know attack speed builds or um, cast speed builds could have some of that impact too. But I still don't actually know. Is my level four shock Nova actually applying shock with a 20% chance to shock on it? Does You said it has it does no damage? Well, I'm putting or just shock minor damage. on my minion build. So I have no spell damage and I have a level four shock Nova. But I'm trying to but that just it does flat damage shock Nova, right? It has a flat. It does damage. Right. Sure. But yeah. it's a level four in a T16. So I, I OK, so the way that the way that the shock works is because you're you're it's based on the damage that you deal. Mm -hmm. But it's a there's also like a range of the percentage of the shock effect, right, that you're applying to that to that yeah. enemy. So. I'm not entirely sure. I just pulled it up out of curiosity. The percentage of the ailment threshold that you have to deal is 0.32%. And in most cases, of the that ailment life. threshold is yeah, typically, this is in the majority of cases, the ailment threshold is equal to its maximum life. So I guess it would just depend in a tier 16 map what the, I guess, average maximum life is of an enemy for, you could, you could actually calculate that out. I'm not going... Uh, we could. I mean, you could technically take a level four shock nova because it will say it will have a flat lightning damage. 
mm-hmm. right? And then in order, the thing is, you're if you're with the math, 032 percent of the max life, you're going to get five percent. Anything less than that, it says, is just thrown away. Like it's right. you don't. You so don't you do have it, to so. have a minimum threshold. You have to have at least five percent increased damage, and maybe five percent's not. But then, what is twenty percent chance to shock? Like, sure, that does it often. Doesn't change the damage value though. So I like I'm I'm confused by it. For example, with a righteous fire character that I'm making, combustion is one of those weird supports where I could have combustion that's not part of my righteous fire links. Combustion has to be with an item that or with a, a fire or with something that ignites, right? So it has to be a hit. And if that skill ignites an enemy, then everything else that's dealing fire damage to that enemy does more damage right that enemy takes more fire damage so in other words if let's say i'm using incinerate and incinerate has combustion on it righteous fire will deal more damage to that enemy because that person has combustion on them right that enemy Hmm. can i have combustion linked to a low level fire skill like a level i don't know four purity of fire will a level four purity of fire ignite an enemy so I, I'm not I'm not entirely sure on the combustion side with regards to just going back to your shock question though. If let's say your let's say your level four does do enough damage to be equal to 0.32% of the max life of whatever you're hitting. Yeah. Uh just because you did reach that threshold doesn't mean you're shocking them, right? That that's when you're getting that 20% or whatever yeah. shock nova is 20% chance. Uh versus like a crit, which will always mm-hmm. um uh, inflict shock so yeah. I, i'm not sure how that would combine into combustion i you could technically though do math on that shock nova to figure out like if the range is within here and then figuring out at a 0.32 percent what's the what i don't actually know what that number would be i'd have to actually get a calculator out which i'm not going to do but where does that fit for the range of uh, health for that mob but i don't is that a number that ggg puts out anywhere I know we can see like know. here's how much shape our HP is, but know. do they tell us like what a tier sixteen I'm mob is? Sure, data miners have it, but every enemy is different. Every single enemy right. has. Different well, stuff. there's got to be an average. There's got to be some way to find out like what a rough average is. I just want to know if I can shock enemies without summon skitterbots. You know, uh, I yeah, want to know ground. if combustion <laughs> matters if it's linked to something low level, and I can't find it anywhere. I can't. I have them as part of my build just in case, but I actually don't know for sure. Just use skitterbots. No, it's like wait, cheap, that's thirty-five percent of oh, your 35%. mana. Oh, that's still. At least it's not as useless as vitality. I like skitterbots. I've used I them. I think I used them on my last minion build. I I do too. I do too. But I think with this minion build that I'm thinking, I have maim and flesh and stone, or whatever it's called, and other things. Oh, temporal chains and enfeeble. So, so many. Anyway, <laughs> but uh, that, so we were. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you do your thing. Were you done with that? Yeah. With shock. Yeah. Okay. So I'm just curious. We've talked a little bit about like the patches, and that's that's why we made this this uh, podcast was so we could just talk about the patches that only patches. If it's not patch uh, related, we're not talking about it. We've had talks in the past because you play console and there's like three or four other people out there that do as well. Are they closer now? Are oh, they man. better at releasing them? This 
it's oh my goodness they're faster than blizzard it's amazing they this patch what, what which one was this d three ten point one d it was two days after like getting certified and everything from microsoft it was two days after that's like instant basically yeah, quite but oh man it was awesome i already have this stuff good. yeah it was neat sure. i even logged on because they had a thing where they give you more information this patch also added stuff where you um where they give you more information if you're following somebody's filter so i logged in and they didn't have it on console because they don't have the chat box but on pc it has a whole lot of other stuff that they tell you that i don't understand about somebody's filter but it was neat that's cool. it but it was awesome. It wasn't on console, but console has the same patch. So I'm pretty excited about it. Hmm, that's good. Um, I, I have a confession to make. I've been steering people incorrectly about a mechanic with one of my builds guides, guide builds. In my Righteous Fire build, I use Chieftain. I used Chieftain before it was cool to use Righteous Fire with Chieftain, for the record. So before it was modified to be way better than it is now, or way better than it was to what it is now. Uh, but there's a there's an ascendancy note on there that says you get there's a 35% chance to gain an endurance charge when you use a fire skill. And ever since the ascendancy changed to that, I've been telling people that fire skills attached to cast when damage taken count towards that 35% chance. And I was proven wrong yesterday. Somebody challenged me on it. I said, nope, it's 100% right. And they're like, no, I just did some testing. I don't think it is. I went and tested it and it's not right. So when I was writing that way back then, I screwed something up and I was getting my endurance charges a different way, which I thought I wasn't. But cast from damage taken does not count as self-casting. It makes perfect sense now, right? You're not spending any mana to do it it doesn't cost you anything so it's not actually you casting it even though it still counts as reflected damage yeah figure that one out but anyway i've been steering people wrong so i had a little sorry about that my guide i think it's chieftain what do i say chieftain you like the i tain chieftain chieftain well it's not t-i-n-e but it's i'm pretty sure it's chieftain (laughs) i gotta google this hang on i'm pretty sure i get this say it to me google say it to me oh i can't get it can you get to say it out loud hold on i'm gonna get it here i'm gonna put my i'm gonna put my my headphone ready listen carefully let's see if this chieftain did that work nobody could understand nobody (laughs) nobody it was muffled nobody knows Uh, well i hear chieftain and even when i play it in the uk british accent it's still chieftain so not only was i incorrect about a mechanic <laughs> i don't even say the ascendancy correctly just destroyed your whole day well say <laughs> at least i don't say oculist for the occultist oculist Do people say that eth oculist that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> he'll appreciate it he'll appreciate the it. oculus anyway that was oh. it that was my story i screwed up and i'm sorry but it's a busy game okay it's a busy game I feel like people probably are willing to give you slack. I mean, you went CI at 14. <laughs> Nobody knows unless they listen to the podcast, which is like only 1% of POE players don't listen. I, I think we've had like 16,000 listens. It's That's ridiculous. Awesome. That's pretty awesome. awesome. Thanks for people that are listening. Yes. Okay. So I wanted to bring up one more thing. <laughs> before we start. Very heartfelt <laughs> I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks guys. Whatever. All right. <laughs> I, there was a Reddit post that you actually brought up and it was, 
I'm not going to go into the details of it. It was somebody, it wasn't a bad post. It was actually legit. I understand the frustration some people have. This particular person was talking about the fact that they are theory, theory crafting cool ideas that they're coming up with. They're, I imagine, I don't think it said anything in here, but they're doing something maybe through path of building. They get, I, Ethan does this all the time. He gets to the end and he looks at the damage and goes, well, like that number doesn't seem good enough. Or he'll ask me, is this a good enough number? And that my problem with path of building as your primary source of figuring out a build is it's not always going to give you the, what you actually need to figure out, like, is this going to work in the end? Now, this person was talking about it. He mentioned that his DPS seemed low, so he doesn't think it's worth it. He goes through and, you know, does these builds, spends a lot of currency on them, and it doesn't work. He feels like at tier 10, he's he's having to just stop, and he feels like he's forced to play the meta and to just spend that currency building it up. But what I want to just point out is he says, um, instead of trying to craft a fun janky build, because janky builds just can't do content even with significant investment. And I kind of mentioned some stuff throughout this podcast and that particular part stood out to me. And I think what a lot of people don't understand is that Path of Exile is a game and you should have some fun. And sometimes, especially in this game, more than probably any other game I've ever played, sometimes it just doesn't work. Yeah. Sometimes you get to end game and it's it just doesn't work. It mm -hmm. just the 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 build you made the setup and that to me maybe it's just because we played for so long is part of what helps you pick a different build next time or to go yeah. a different direction or to maybe steer it a little bit differently i will say at least now it is really easy to get regrets yeah. and it is really easy to adjust your build i mean if it's like literally your whole class doesn't work fine mm -hmm. but i feel like there's a lot more ways now to take a build that's not working and maybe Modify. it a bit or try it up but in the end sometimes you just can't yeah i i don't i don't have a problem with that i i i hate the fact that people would feel like they have to play meta or play whatever the most powerful yeah. build is out there in order to experience the game i don't think that that's true i've we've played through the game on builds that are certainly not meta before and we've played end game with them you just maybe i we've talked about this again before and i don't mean to take I'm not trying to say that what's the way that streamers play is wrong because it's I would play like that if I had eight, 10 hours a day to play and unlimited amounts of currency, you're darn right. I'd play exactly the way that they play. But there's no way that I should be as a person who plays as much as I get to play watching yeah. what they do and go, yep, that's the build I'm going to go for. Yeah, like the person who gets to average maybe four or five hours a week is not going to have what somebody who plays that in half of their day. Yeah, is yeah. going to have so i feel like he, i love that the fact that he's talking about these janky builds that he's coming up with these ideas you should do it yeah but do it understanding like yeah i might get to tier 10 and be like either mm -hmm. i gotta figure something out to yeah. adjust this or i'm just gonna have to accept that hey this didn't work yeah and i'm certainly gonna know next time maybe yeah. i need to steer this differently maybe i need to look at some different skills maybe yeah. a different class like whatever yeah. it is or ask you know, like yep. talking to people and saying, hey, can you look at this POB and figure out like, what did I do or where could I have gone differently to maybe maximize it or something? Yep. But I feel like that's a part of the game. Oh, and and really, if you just want to play, if you have 20x and your whole goal is I want to crush the end game, go on the forums and just find a build. Don't mm -hmm. if it like I, I love building builds and so do you. But if you're not 
comfortable with that or we're comfortable with the fact that you might build one and it might suck. You had that. You had this issue last league. Yeah. If you, I've never had that issue. Never. No, if you're not fine with the fact that you might get to end game and struggle, you shouldn't, I don't feel like you should maybe be comfortable or you shouldn't be doing, uh, just make your own build at this point. I feel like you should, uh, I've said this to Ethan lots. If I'm thinking of a build or if somebody's thinking of a build, I'm not saying you have to go on and copy somebody's build, but why would you not go on and get an idea? Yeah. There are so many people that play this game that yep. no more like the combined what I don't know what the term the, the phrase is, but the combined knowledge of everybody is always going to be higher than any individual. Mm-hmm. So why not take no, some? Good. You did that well. You did that well. That yeah. was good. You could, I just put like a squiggly line tags underneath. <laughs> that. But, uh, <laughs> you can't. You can't know everything in this game. It's just not possible. So why not take some ideas from people? But I love the idea of taking a build that doesn't. You'd feel like maybe it shouldn't work, mm-hmm. and playing with it, but doing it with the understanding of like. I, this might not work, yeah. but I'm curious to see how do these mechanics play yeah. out. And if you're really, really worried about it, go into standard. Yeah. And and try out some of that stuff to see if, you know, yeah. if it if it has any we've done that tons. Yeah. But don't let the buck stop in path of building. Take it to game. Yeah. Take it to game. Figure it out. And okay, so so it stalls at T ten. Okay. Make like a new build. Oh my, like we've talked about this. I mean, there's a million skills. There's a million support skills. There's 1,500 nodes on the tree. There's 19 ascendancies. Maybe that exact build would be perfect just with a different ascendancy or with a different ascendancy node. Or, I mean, there's a hundred reasons why it might not work. But then you look, I remember when, what was it? When my um, elemental hit, was that last league? When elemental hit didn't work? With the combined. Yeah. Totem. And then and then I look and there's tons of people crushing the game with elemental hit. So I know it's not the skill. I know it's how I use the skill, how I want to sure. use the skill. Okay, so maybe it's not maybe it's a knowledge thing. Maybe it's just that's the skill doesn't fit how I like to play or how I want to play. But GGG is doing a very good job in my opinion of constantly looking at skills and constantly trying to keep them equal. As a minion fan, it's not really working in my favor, but I think they do a very good job, and I uh, I 100% agree with you. I think they do a reasonable job. I think I think there are always going to be things, and that's why you have a meta. There's always going to be things that are stronger than other things, and uh, I've I've never ever seen a meta that would cost you 20 or 30 x if you wanted to play it. Maybe if you wanted to play it again, like that person that you're watching that's playing eight hours a day that is damn near perfected their gear min max to the tits like they're just they that is the best that you could get. They're going to crush stuff. Yep. Uh, and then if that's the way you want to play, then you're going to just I, I don't know, I guess just have to have a ton of currency. But I love I just I I really liked the the part where he talked about this particular person talked about wanting to play these janky builds or trying these ideas that just like, maybe they don't make sense. Or you're trying to figure out if you can make sense of them. Do it. I absolutely think you should do it, but not with the concept of like, I'm about to build the The, build. Yeah. Like this is going to be the new meta. Do it where you just like, you're having a good time. And, and some leagues that there's, it's not a good league to do it in some leagues. You're maybe you're just not into it. Maybe you're just bored of it. You're not, feeling poe then go there are hundreds of builds out there oh understand are uh, real budget like 
not 20x yeah. budget, but like an actual budget build that you could play and, and have fun in the end game. Yeah. You don't have to be the best. This game is not about like how fast can I crush the end game? Because I promise I've had, well, I can't remember what league it was, but you get lucky with a couple drops and you have infinite amount of currency. If that happens to you early in a league, it's really hard to stay in that league for a long time. <laughs> Because yeah. you burn out real fast when you're playing the absolute best. Why do you think streamers swap? They're always changing to some new build yeah. or trying something else. Uh, when we talk to Tarky, he and I've spoken to him since too, the idea of hardcore now is so much more appealing because he's dying mm-hmm. and he's having to start over. He's having to try something new. Like the concept of just like, I'm going to be the best. This is going to be the strongest and I'm going to play it for three months. No, there's no way you'll last a week, two weeks and be so bored out of the fact that the games become easy. So yeah, that's right. I like it. I think janky builds are awesome. I just have some fun with it. And sometimes they suck and that's okay. Yeah, that's right. And sometimes don't worry. It's not your build. It's not your knowledge. It's not your tree. Got to remember. It's just you. (laughs) (laughs) You just suck. No, it's GG. This game, it runs on items. Those builds you see that are flying, they have epic items. It's not their tree that's astounding. It's their items that are astounding. So so just take heart. It's probably a little bit different right now because of the cluster jewels. Like wow. I feel like that's probably put a little bit of play into the tree, but I don't think cluster jewels, besides the whole Herald thing, fully make or break builds. And I don't find them, I've not found them difficult this league at all. Well, I guess I could put it this way. It's not skill that makes a build sure you not know what I mean? it's that. items and yep. i love that and yep. i really hope a lot of people that are discouraged or feel like they can't make a build it's all based on your drops have a good amount of life on your tree have a good amount of damage see where your items take you it'll be good yeah i agree and with you, if you're playing in trade league you can find very 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 strong upgrades for very cheap always i've been able to every single league but i also don't look at a build from somebody who's like playing eight hours a day and trying to compare my gear to them that is not the gear that i want to try and get because i know that i could buy one piece and that's it yeah let me tone it down by like 50 percent. hey i need a headhunter for my build uh what gets me there (laughs) headhunter killed my the, the first league that i got that from was the league where i had way too much currency and i got it was um legion yeah, and i loved legion but the second that that happened where i like it was the mirror thing or whatever mm-hmm. that i got and i ended up selling and 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 made way too much currency bought the first head under i'd ever had it killed legion for me it was fun for a week and then it was like wow i can just do, do everything without trying like I do, it's not a struggle at all and i'm just yeah i'm just doing the it just wasn't fun for me yeah maybe for some people that is my guess is just though they just haven't done it yet you're gonna do it once and then be like okay i actually would like something with a little bit more of a challenge or maybe not maybe you're just like well i need a headhunter every league (laughs) or it sucks yeah i don't get 40 challenges i don't complete that totem i get a headhunter every league with my eyes closed that's what i do league path but I wanted to, um, sorry, you good? I, uh, I just wanted to thank everybody on, um, our discord. Um, feel free to join our discord, by the way, we'll have it in our notes somewhere. 
not privately, of course, but we'll, uh, we have a discord and we have a, a section where people give a lot of suggestions for the content that we talk about and we really appreciate it. We've been going through it. We're finding ways to kind of tie it in with different content that's coming out through POE without the week, but we really appreciate it. And, uh, I want to also want to thank people for being very kind, um, on our discord as well. What? You're, you're a jerk. You're such a special, you're so nice. No, there's a lot of people that have questions. They're not sure. And our Discord is loaded with very helpful people. They're detailed. They put a lot of effort, not apathetic effort in, but they put a lot of detailed effort into helping people out. So I just wanted to give a shout out to the people that have joined our Discord. And feel free, if you are looking for help or you're feeling discouraged and you need some help with something, feel free to join our Discord. There's a lot of cool people there. Yeah, no, the people are actually relatively good. Like they're nice. (laughs) I, I don't think I've seen, we, we have one rule. Don't be a dick. It's and, super simple. And nobody's pushed the rule. We haven't even got to ban somebody yet. No. Could somebody who doesn't like anything please join our Discord just so we could be tough and kick you out? But just say one bad thing and then let us quickly. Yeah, don't like actually be a dick. Just like say something inappropriate but not against but just anybody. Just a heads up. You'll never get back in. So. Yeah. yeah well, well you might. We've never kicked anyone out before. But we'll see how no, it goes. You'll never, ever. It'll Just, never. Justin's going to take away my admin rights. What do you mean? <laughs> your story? Come on back. <laughs> All right. This is a wrap for episode 23 of Forever Exile, the Path of Exile podcast. I am Justin AK Tags. And I'm Tyler Wrecker of Days. Thank you much for joining us again. Uh, check the show notes below for any information. We talk about links. Stuff comes up down there. We're on Twitter, foreverexiled82, and we have a website, foreverexiled.com. That's us. That's us. I miss Peter Pitt.